Before we start the show this week, I just wanted to ask you to please get vaccinated. 95% of physicians in the U.S. are vaccinated. 100% of living U.S. presidents are vaccinated. Nearly 100% of all U.S. senators are vaccinated. 100% of Republican governors and 100% of Democratic governors are all vaccinated. The CEO of Pfizer is fully vaccinated. On the flip side of that, over 95% of people who have been admitted to a hospital for COVID symptoms and people who have died from COVID in the past month weren't vaccinated. And this new variant is killing young and healthy people at an alarming rate. By not getting vaccinated, you are allowing this virus to mutate, making it harder and harder to treat and prevent. Now, I know that if you haven't gotten the vaccine by now, I'm probably not going to change your mind. But it has recently come to my attention that a few people that I trusted to do their own research and make positive decisions to protect the people around them aren't vaccinated. The vaccine wasn't rushed. It isn't making women infertile. It isn't killing anyone. If you've chosen to not get vaccinated, please, 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 please reconsider. If you just haven't pulled the trigger yet because you're unsure, please reach out to us via email, Twitter, Instagram, or however you like, and I would be so, so, so happy to provide you with some credible information from reliable sources to help you make your decision. Seriously, it would absolutely make my day. Am I biased? Yes, but I made my decision with the help of credible information, and I'd like to help you do the same. I wouldn't have gotten vaccinated if I felt like there was any chance it would hurt me or my family in any way. Thanks for listening. Now on with the show. Your beard is particularly bushy today. Oh, thank you. It's full. It's full and animated, I would say. I've been using a beard oil. Oh, yeah? And uh, I just combed it through today, just right before. I How's that it. working out for you? Great. Don't buy the Target brand. Don't buy the, like, I went, and it wasn't Target brand. Target's brand are actually, there's their stuff that they have that's Target's brand. It's actually usually very good. I ran out of the stuff that I normally use, and I was like, well, I can wait a week or whatever to get more, or I can just get some, uh, we're going to Target, I'll just get some at Target. So I go to Target and I buy like the biggest thing they have for the cheapest amount, you know, I buy it in bulk. I mean, that's a tried and true philosophy. I know, it usually is though. It usually <laughs> works out very well, you know? And so I got that one, it would, and the name of it, maybe I shouldn't say it because maybe they'll want to be a sponsor one day, but fuck them, is uh, the best damn beard oil and so I was like, well, this is the best one. You bought it because there's a curse in it, didn't you? That's part of it, yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? But then, so then I, I, I started using it and I very quickly, I was like, oh, I need to use like two, three times as much of this compared to the stuff I normally use. Right. And then like it started making my, my neck really itchy. Mm. And I was like, this isn't what it's supposed to do. The tingling means it's working. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And then I ran out. Finally, I used it all and I switched back to my old one. And I was like, oh, this, is, this was just like a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, oh, it's so much better. It's so much better. How now. long were you using the tingling one? Well, for? It, it, it didn't make me tingle. <laughs> you made that up. Not too long because I needed to use so much of it. You do have a tremendous beard. I know. But just that yeah. because it was so it must have been watered down or something. OK, so there wasn't okay. as much concentrated oil. But it was it was like a couple weeks, three weeks, something like that. Right. And on top of all that, I cleared out all the brush. Not even all of it. I cleared out maybe a third of the brush in my backyard. And uh, some of it must have been goddamn poison ivy. Oh, God damn. <laughs> you can't see it on this audio version, but my God, it is not good. No. It sucks. It's worth paying the Patreon for to just see. There's a little bit on my other arm. Oh, There's some yeah. of my legs. Because uh, I was like, how, how bad could it be? Like, what's, Where what's else? in there? Where else is it? Pass up. There's one on my torso somehow. Oh, I don't know okay. how it got there because I was yeah. wearing a shirt. Well, we've been having problems with mosquitoes. And I read that you can. We have a ton of foliage in the back. And I've read that that's where they kind of live. And that seems to have proven the case as well, because while we were tearing them all out, I also got bit by like hundreds of mosquitoes. It's a whole thing. Oh, on top of everything else, I found out that two people that I know that I consider fairly progressive are not vaccinated oh, because boy. they're worried about the stuff that they've heard. And you never know what the side effects are going to be and all that bullshit. And I'm fucking sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of it, Chris. Oh, I'm boy. so tired of it. I just want this to be over. 
I want to be able to record in the same room as you again. Yeah. Maybe I don't. It's it's uh, it, 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 the pros and cons. Yeah, I, I feel you there. But I want to be able to just like live my life normally. And all these people who seem the most upset about it are the people who refuse to do anything about it. And they're the reason that we're I'm, I'm fucking sick of it, Chris. I just recorded a thing that's going to go at the beginning of this episode. And at the beginning of all of our episodes, it's going to replace the Patreon thing until this shit gets sorted out. That said, it, 100% of living U.S. presidents including Donald Trump, are vaccinated. 100% of Republican and 100% of Democratic governors are vaccinated. Nearly 100% of all U.S. senators are vaccinated. 95% of U.S. physicians are vaccinated. You know who's not fucking vaccinated? Over 95% of the people who are in the hospital right now who have been hospitalized in the past month and died from COVID symptoms. I'm fucking sick of it. How are you? I'm okay. I had to replace my shampoo. I was using this brand called the most awesome fucking shampoo in the world. Everybody. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and get some new hair products. My name is Chris Trebo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. And I'm afraid to say this last part of today. Say hello, Andrew. It's very rare that I go on a rant. That's why I kept quiet, because it was so good. It was just golden. I was like, let him get it out. Let him do this. I'm fucking sick, Chris. I know. Sick and tired. I know. I know. It's okay. It's okay. On some good news, I found a. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Other than my arms being super itchy, I found a box uh-huh. of old DVDs and VHS. Not VHS tapes. There were VHS tapes in there, but the DVDs are the the thing I was, I was excited about of like my high school and college performances. You know what's so interesting is the way that you seem to make those two things act like they were related to each other. What? Like, the, the bad news is my arms are itchy, but the good news is I found a box of DVDs. <laughs> like, those two go together. Well, fun fact, the plastic hand. of a DVD case, very good for scratching That's true. Poison that Ivy. is very true, actually. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much all they're good for now. <laughs> that's true. But I've been slowly converting them onto into, like, MP4s mm-hmm. that can just be played on a computer. And I'm, I'm yes. nearly through them all. And that's I'm going to share them with all my friends and family from high school and, and college. That were in those shows. That's sweet. And hopefully they'll have some others they can contribute as well, and that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be nice. Also, if anyone wants to see me act, if you're in the New York City area, I'm doing this thing where we don't do any rehearsals, and we put up oh, yeah, this thing. William Shakespeare's Love's Labor's Lost. That's on the 28th okay. of August. Yeah. And that's uh, uh, at 4 p.m. in Central Park at Summit, Summit Rock cool. is the area in Central Park. Look up Barefoot Shakespeare Company. Nice. They'll have more info there. There's like a Facebook event and stuff. So if you want to do that. Yeah. And um, just out of curiosity, uh, I'm not vaccinated. Would I still be able to attend? I think so. Actually, I think you would because it's outside. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I think so. I just want to see if I could get a second rand out of you. Did that go into effect? Uh, Yeah, it essentially did. I think the official date is... Thank fuck, because that's another thing. If I hear one more fucking person compare that to the Mm -hmm. Holocaust, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. This is not you losing your fucking mind? No. Just to be clear. Here's the thing. If if that happens again, I'm not going to wait for coronavirus to take that person out. I'm gonna fucking do it myself. That's that's what you want to put down on a podcast. Uh, that's what you want to record. I'll fucking do it. Don't fucking test me. <laughs> you want to record that for the record? Excellent. Um, well, uh, for when the next time this gets played, uh, I'm a big fan, Your Honor, and um, <laughs> and I uh, I need to make it known to the prosecution that uh, I'm not in the same room as him right now, so I have an alibi. And yet somehow also being held here at gunpoint. Yes. Shall we do some news? Oh yeah, let's It's Tuesday it's news, the Tuesday day, news day. Tuesday news day. Tuesday news day. Tuesday news day. Tuesday's the news day. That was good. Thank you. We're it's a work in progress, but I think we're nearly there with some sort of theme. Did you hear the reading assignment theme at the end of the last episode? I didn't get a chance to yet. No. Mm. But there's one there? 
<gasps> now I have to really listen to it. Sort of. <laughs> okay, great. Great. If you listen to the whole episode, you'll hear it. Okay, good. All right. So I got, uh, I have a little bit of news, but not a lot. I don't know. Do you? Have, yeah, it do didn't seem like a whole lot was, happened. Okay, good. All right. Excellent. I always like to do this at the beginning to just be like, is there truly not a lot of news or am I just fucking lazy? Yeah. How long is this going to be? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. How long are we going to be here? Yeah. But I got, um, I got a little bit of everything. Well, I got actually, it's actually straight down the line. I got equally Marvel and equally DC. So I've got 50% Marvel. I've got 50% DC. Andrew, as always, the choice of is yours. Marvel. Well, Hold on, you didn't let me finish. Let's wrap this shit up. I got unvaccinated people to kill. Okay, so what, which story would you like me to steal from you first? <laughs> Marvel. Too bad I want to talk about the Suicide Squad. You really did have 50-50 chance on that one. You could have. Yeah, it was really easy for me to, to avoid whatever you wanted to do. So James Gunn was on the, I believe it's called the Script Apart podcast. And they were he was talking about writing the script for The Suicide Squad. And he admitted that in early, I don't even know if this made it to draft, but early ideas for the Suicide Squad is that the original villain for the movie was going to be Superman. I love that you said he admitted that. Like they were like interrogating him. Yeah. And they were like, who was the original villain? He was like, fine, fine, fine. It was Superman. He's sweating constantly. <laughs> and they're like, you want to drink a water gun? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, too fucking bad. I, don't I get a phone call? Someone call my brother. He was going to play Superman. He was going to play a CGI captured <laughs> Superman. Can you imagine... I would love to see him Actually, play Superman. Actually, that's not the craziest damn idea in I the know. world. I know. Like alternate universe something yeah. something. That'd be That'd a fun actually, movie. He'd actually be a great Jimmy Olsen, too. Actually, in he all would be a really good Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let's make a push right here right now. I'm going to say the Michael B. Jordan Superman, the black Superman. Let's just since we can't call him black Superman. No, because they're pretty sure Michael B. Jordan is going to be. Su- some sort I know, of but you can't so say be... the black Superman. Well, just... <laughs> as opposed to other, there's because there are two Superman properties going at the same time. You we can don't call know it the Michael be... B. Jordan one. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the the cat is out of the bag. Michael B. Jordan, black guy. I don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs> I've heard. I have he heard is. that. Yeah, but what the Michael B. Jordan Superman, Sean Gunn for Jimmy Olsen. Get on this. Let's put this out he's, there. He's a little old. I know, but it doesn't matter. It's probably going to be an alternate universe anyway. So That's why true. not? That's what yeah, I'm saying. Just throw all the shit out there. Actually, how interesting would it be if the Michael B. Jordan one takes place decades in the future? Kal El is dead, and there's a new Kryptonian. Ooh. Jimmy Olsen is running the Daily Planet. Yeah, I like that idea actually. That's really good. If you're thinking of taking that idea... Get Warner Brothers on the horn now! They're going to come door to door uh, right after the Emmy Awards and Marvel and whatever the hell else that joke was that we had three episodes ago. Anyway, not the point. I saw this article and they, I believe they said the reason they ended up not doing that is because they weren't even really sure who Superman, who Superman was, was right? going to be. Yeah. Yeah, they don't even know who Superman is, which is kind of, I think, our first, at least from an insider at... Warner Brothers, as far as James, you know, speaking of James Gunn, kind of our first admittance that Henry Cavill is really like on the line of not being Superman anymore. Yeah. Like they, they haven't admitted one way or another and they've never really come out and said, well, maybe he is and maybe is it. We aren't sure yet until now. There were even rumors about it a while ago and Henry Cavill was like, that's not true. And now it's like, oh, maybe it maybe is. Maybe it is true. Yeah. So this is yeah. kind of the first little tidbit that you can pull out of that is that maybe warner brothers is going yeah well we're not sure who superman's gonna be well what even is there's no continuity in these movies anymore not not even like there's less and some stuff doesn't make any sense like with the x-men films where people were like there's like no continuity in here no in these there's no continuity anymore yeah yeah yeah. no one has any idea what the fuck is going on which is fine yeah i'm fine with it the only part that it makes it suck is instances like this where it's like, well, I don't know who Superman's going to be. So I don't know if I can put him in the script, which it sounded like right. this was very early on. It's just fun to talk yeah, yeah. about because it's like a path not taken. But it's also like that would have been cool. But like Starro was a great villain. Starro was so, a fantastic choice. I'm happy so I'm with not, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also to note, 
And I don't know that he didn't say that Warner Brothers did this, but I wouldn't be surprised if he mentioned it to Warner Brothers and they're like, don't do that. We got this video game coming out and he's going to be the villain in the video game. So let's we kind of don't want you to we kind of want you to steer clear of that if you could. I'd be surprised if that was the case, though, because if anything, a good movie with him as the villain could help sell those video games. True. But then there's a little like, is the video game the official video game adaptation of the well, generally speaking, the video games are their own separate continuity. Right. No, but Marvel I'm, I'm does not the saying, same thing. I'm saying like in the old days, you know, when you had a movie come out, you'd have the video game version of the movie. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, but sure. It's like so there's but that. Then, also, but is, oh, right. Because you're talking about the Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad game. video game. Yes. What game did you think I was talking well, about? Well, I assumed they were doing some um, like they made a game a few years ago that was like a bunch of alternate universe stuff. And I think oh, Superman Injustice. was. A, yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought maybe they were making another Injustice game or something. But I no. No, no, no. Yeah. And, and it kind of goes in tandem with a couple stories. This isn't one of my actual stories, but it goes with what if, mm-hmm. which we'll get to later. But the writers came out and the producers came out and said, like, there were one or two storylines that they pitched to do. And Marvel was like, uh, actually, yeah, right. Don't do that because that might come up Guardians later. 3, I think, right? Guardians 3, there's a Spider-Man story. They, they were like, there's a detail in there that we don't want you to do. Um, and things like that. So there's always like that crossover. So I wouldn't be surprised if he mentioned like, hey, maybe I think one of the ideas could be Superman could be the villain. And they're like, yeah, actually, we're kind of working on that. So maybe not so much for you. But uh, again, like Starro, great villain. I mean, fantastic. It's like one of the best parts of the movie probably is the villain. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, just uh, like I said, just a fun like. Yeah, yeah. Path not taken. That could have been really cool. I think down the line, this could de- totally happen. They've already said James Gunn is welcome back. Yeah. And I think despite what they're calling like lackluster performance at the box office, I think they also know that it's funny because now whenever they say like, oh, I didn't do well at the box office, we're in a world where we do streaming and box office at the same time. So I think a new model. So how did it do streaming? But that's the thing. Yeah. It's like everyone still reports just the box office. Right. But it was the number one thing streaming on HBO Max. So it's like, right. where do you judge this? I, th- I think this is judged as a complete success. Yeah. Because it made decent money at the box office and then also did so well on streaming. So you have to look at the, both of those things. Chris, Hollywood is racist. Yes, 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 yes. Bringing it back to the classics. Go. <laughs> Bob Chapek, the CEO of Disney, had an earnings meeting. And while discussing Shang-Chi, reportedly, he said, quote, We actually think it will be an interesting experiment for us, referring to it being the first of Marvel's films released only in theaters, as opposed to in theaters and on a streaming platform like we were just talking about with uh, The Suicide Squad. Shang-Chi actor Simu Liu fired back on Instagram with, quote, We are not an experiment. We are the underdog. We are underestimated. We We are the ceiling breakers. We are the celebration of culture and joy that will persevere after an embattled year. We are the surprise. I'm fired the fuck up to make history on September 3rd. Join us in all caps. I'm really excited for this movie. How about you? I'm so excited about it. I think after he also followed that tweet up with also, if you don't notice, I'm a man. So you need to cut me the check. (laughs) (laughs) That story also just gets better and better. Anyway, the point is (laughs) I'm super excited about this. I just love how Disney man, when they fuck up, they don't do it on just one thing. It's just like every single way that they can possibly fuck it. I like that they save all their screw ups for like the same news cycle. Yeah. And then just throw them all out there at once. You know, hey, let's not pay our leading actress. Hey, let's call this entire race an experiment. Hey, let's what else can we do to give them a little bit of fairness? I guess there's a little bit, but then I'll I'll retracted in a minute basically but essentially he's saying it's not the race it's like this just happens to be the first movie that we're putting out first and it's it's gonna be we're gonna we don't know what's gonna like generally with like endgame they were like we know we can pump a ton of money into this because it's gonna have a huge return we don't know how many people are going to feel safe enough to go to the theaters at this point so we're gonna try and figure that out but there is the retraction of that is yeah, real big coincidence that it's the, like, nearly all Asian cast that you're choosing to do that with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, based on, like, cinematic history, is Hollywood going to do another one of those things where they were like, man, the Catwoman movie did bad. I guess people don't want women in superhero films. 
you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. Shang-Chi didn't, didn't, wasn't that good. I guess Asians are out. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man, I just, I love when they, when they put their foot in their mouth, man. <laughs> I know. It's interesting, too, that like Marvel hasn't had this problem. No. It's all Disney. It is fascinating that somehow, like, Again, Kevin Feige just keeps slamming his face into his desk every morning when he reads the news. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like working for like the Clampets or something. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It just it's it's insane. I am fascinated by the fact that like Marvel again, and I've said this before, Marvel is like the number one movie studio in the world right now. They're a subset of these guys. And somehow they like get this right pitch perfect. And I'm baffled by the way they are like the Teflon studio at this point, because everything that Disney does wrong, like just bounces right off Marvel Studios. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't trickle down to them. It is fascinating. To be fair, I think society is also fairly distracted at the moment. Yes, but I just find it interesting. Like, you know, the Scarlett Johansson thing Mm -hmm. and this you know, these were, like you said, this was done by Disney, not by Marvel. But Marvel is a subset of Disney. So no one goes like, well, fuck Disney and fuck Marvel, too. Everyone's just like, I love Marvel, but Disney's what a bunch of wankers. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they just like, yeah, I, it's it's amazing. I, I, I think it's a testament to Kevin Feige seems to run things by really simple credos of just like, hey, whatever the most right thing to do is. That seems the easiest way of, you know, the path of least resistance. So let's just do that. And then guess what? Everyone loves you. Well, and there's also precedent for this, too, even within I think it was within Marvel when Ike Perlmutter was running things over on Netflix. I forget which actor it was, but one of the actors on the set of Daredevil, who was an Asian actor, was like, yeah, they basically told me that I got cut from this show because I was Asian and no one wants to see me. I mean, that's the same guy who was like watching how many Cokes were going out in the movie theater or whatever the hell it was. Bro. Love it. Ike Perlmutter, the dude who fought to keep Spider-Man out of the MCU. Yeah. You know why? Because he wants two Cokes at the opening. All right. That's why. (laughs) Two Cokes. I mean, come on. That's money. And also two Coca-Colas. Andrew, Hollywood is racist. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that Ray Fisher won't find his way oh back. Oh, my God. <laughs> is this one of yours? I don't know Do about you not this. Know this. No. Okay. Oh, man. I'm glad I took it down because I almost didn't because I was like, this is an Andrew story through and through. <laughs> There's a lot of those. That's true. This week. But uh, so Ray Fisher opened up at uh, what, what con was this? Megacon. I don't know what Megacon is. It's a con, whatever. Megacon, uh, he was on a panel at Megacon and they asked him, so, uh, so, uh, so, uh, you ever going to play Cyborg again? (laughs) And he was like, I might. That's a direct quote. No, it's not. But he did actually say he was open playing Cyborg again and said that really, if he just got an apology from Warner Brothers, it would have to really start there. But he's like, just apologize and maybe I'll do it. He was already supposed to be in Flash and they took him out of Flash. I'm not sure if they took him out or if he took himself out and was like, yeah, I'm not doing this shit. And also why, right? If it had to do with the stuff from before or if it's like, well, we rewrote it and it's just not it doesn't work anymore. Right, right, right. So um, I guess my question is, one what are the chances you think we'll ever see Ray Fisher as cyborg again? And two, I don't know. Is this, I don't think this is him going back on his principles, but I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's the Ray Fisher thing starts to, I don't know. The longer this goes on. No, 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 no. So for me, one, uh, the odds slim to none. Like what are the odds that I think, Warner Brothers is going to swallow their pride enough to apologize for something they think they didn't do when at minimum, even if they admitted it happened, even if they were like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that it looks like happened and we're on your side. They just fire the people involved and be like, see, and even then they they can't apologize because then it's admitting fault, which can be held up in a court of law. So their attorneys will be like, whatever you do, don't apologize. So, like, it's never going to happen Two. As much as I think our voices are minimalized and oppressed as two 30-something white men who are 
heterosexual cis men. I, uh, hang on. That's the sound of Andrew drowning in his own tears from the impression of being a 30-something-year-old white man. That's right. It's very hard. Yeah. It's very hard to get through it. I think there's a folk song about us. How many roads must my Lexus drive down? <laughs> <laughs> anyway before i hit the tesla dealership yeah, yeah that's right anyway but the the point i'm trying to make though is that um i think it's up to him yeah and it will be up to the community of the oppressed members of society to decide right at the end of the day i don't know if it is a better choice to try to dismantle the institution and create your own by being separate from that or if it is better to accept that change is possible and happening within the current institution and try to work your way up, which will be his decision and the decision of the other members of, of our community who uh, who are having to face this sort of dilemma. So, like, if he draws his line in the sand and says, if Warner Brothers admits that something was wrong, that that I'm not a liar and they apologize to me for not believing the things that I was saying then I'll come on, then that's his line in the sand, and that's that's for him, you know? Do you think this character is tainted? Like, if they were to recast this character with someone other than Ray Fisher... No, isn't he in Doom Patrol? He is, but that was also going on before the Ray Fisher thing. And also, Doom Patrol is not... what Like, if they were re to recast this character in a movie, right, do you think there would be... I don't know if I would say a backlash, but, like... There would be kind of um, people who would be kind of adverse to watching him on the big screen now after this has gone on. I don't know, because here's the other thing. It's like, you know, it's going to I was going to joke and say they can just get Scarlett Johansson to do it because she can play any race. <laughs> but, and, you know, she's not with Disney. Nope. But we'll get to that later. But for me, it's like, hey, am I going to not watch like, they're going to get a person of color to play this role. Right. Am I going to intentionally not give my money to them saying, hey, you did a good job by recasting this and, and bringing in a new person of color to have more roles and not just have an all-white cast? I, it seems counterproductive yeah. to do it that way. But even even from a, like, more emotional standpoint, because I think that's more what you're asking. Like, are people going to be like, eh, this puts a bad taste in exactly. my mouth to yeah. see it? Even from that, I think most people aren't going to know that any of this happened. That's true. And they're just going to be like, oh, it's, is a, that the same guy? guy? I don't think it's a, ah, they all look alike. So it's probably, it's probably the same guy. I, I think is what most of America is going to say. really interesting. Today, you're the weirdly racist guy on the podcast. <laughs> no, I am pessimistic. Okay. I wouldn't be saying that. Sure. The rest of the kind of, I'm like, sure. I don't want to, I don't want to say things I can't take back, but. I it's hard for me to say, like, uh, the community won't put money in. Real quick. I just want to say, since we put this down on audio, like uh, actually recorded this and put this on the Internet, uh, your honor, if you're listening again, just once again, big fan. But also I was able to tell the difference between the two gentlemen in question, just so you know. And also that rope is very becoming on you, sir. But of course, if I was on you, <laughs> <laughs> oh. what's that? You can hold me in contempt, even though this is pre-recorded. Interesting. Didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know how much two men who have privileged extensively from the current system need to discuss. It's true. This That's topic. True. That's true. Although I think this is the first time in my life I would be considered privileged. But, um, I mean, just looking at my bank account. Oh, I see. Chris Hollywood is sexist. Yeah. According to Giant Freakin' Robot, which evidently is a journalist source or something, Disney is cutting all ties with Scarlett Johansson and canceling the film projects that they've set up with her due to her suing regarding an alleged breach in her contract. This includes a Twilight Zone Tower of Terror remake, which Johansson was set not only to star in, but also produce. Well, I'll tell you what. This is what happens when you fuck the mouse. Right? But here's the other thing. I think she's dodging a bullet with this, because that Tower of Terror thing sounds fucking terrible anyway. I wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a Tower of Terror. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. I also get worried. Is this the one that they tried to remake in the 90s that like Bob Zemeckis decapitated a bunch of people or, or was it John Landis or somebody? John Landis. No, yeah. but I mean, it's the Twilight Zone, but the yeah. Tower of Terror was a ride at Right. Disney well, and this is the third film they're making of like the third remake. It's a, a second remake, I guess. Of the Tower of 
Like, yeah, there was one in the 40s and one in the 90s. Of the Tower of Terror? Evidently. I looked it up. Oh, okay. Of the ride, you mean? No, no, the movie. This will be a remake. Oh, okay. Well, the movie, this movie is like based on the ride that was at Disney. Listen, World. man, I don't know. I'll Google it while I'm editing. But I looked it up and it said I that there was you. a the, film of it in the a, 40s. And... Maybe they just slapped on Twilight Zone on there. Maybe Giant Freaking Robot isn't as dependable. all its name is yeah. cracked up to be. Yeah, as, as we thought. Unless Giant Freaking Robot is a robot made of Google. Right. No. So listen, first of all, again, I think she dodged a bullet on some of those movies that probably weren't going to be that great anyway. Other than Star Wars and Marvel, what's Disney putting out that's real good? Yeah. Like the last thing they did that wasn't Star Wars or Marvel that was big was that George Clooney Tomorrowland Tomorrowland and everyone was like but that didn't Meh. even do that well right. yeah that's what I mean uh, uh, you know I guess Jungle Cruise is doing pretty good is it I think so it I is. think it did pretty well doesn't look very good no it doesn't <laughs> looking good and doing good are two very different things yeah is pretty much the philosophy of how I live my everyday <laughs> life if I don't look good I'll do some good but if I if I look great. Oh, then I'm suspicious. I'll steal candy from children. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> so listen, first of all, this and this is not me defending Disney in any way, but like there's no surprise here. I mean, she is suing them. I would also probably if someone's suing you, you probably don't want to work with that person. It's probably for the best. You know, that's not exactly the best working relationship to have. See Ray Fisher and Warner Brothers. Anyway, I actually disagree with you because like it's not like she's going to have to look at the CEOs every day on set. Like you hire a director, you hire the, the people on set. And then, you, you know, it, like if she's pulling your money in, if you have here's what I would say. If you have nothing to hide, if Disney came out and was like, you know what? We want to work with Scarlett Johansson. There's been some miscommunication. Evidently, she tried to reach out to us. This wasn't informed us. Our lawyers must have missed it or something. We want to work with her and we'll, we're happy to work with her in court. We don't feel there was a breach in contract, but we want to make sure that everything is squared away. And, you know, and even if that means she gets nothing because we're right, we do still believe that we're right. But we don't want this to affect our working relationship and we do still want to work with her in the future. Blah, 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 blah. There'd be no reason right. to terminate the project she's working on. Yeah, but I just think, like, both parties are going to be fine. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, she's going to go on and do plenty of movies, so it's not a big deal for her. They're going to be able to recast yeah, it's whatever. it's not like a month from now, she's going to be in the homeless shelters. Exactly, yeah. So <laughs> everybody's going to be fine. So like I said, I mean, she's suing them. So uh, am I surprised that Disney cancels all projects? N you know, no. Yeah. <laughs> she's suing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, again, you know... You're right. There's a way that you could do this. Hold on one second. Sorry. I have to watch my monitor. You got to give me one second. My kid's about to fall off of bed. Hold go, on. go, go, go. Chris, I like these moments where we can we can chat. And uh, can you still hear me? I think you might have wireless headphones. I'm not sure. Chris, if you can hear me, let me know when you get back. This is a good experiment like Shang-Chi. And, uh, you know, if it, uh, Hold on, buddy. oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, okay, okay. Oh. Why was he about to fall off a bed? Because he was, he was sleeping on, on Sarah and my bed. He's surrounded by pillows, but he was asleep on our bed. And then, uh, and then he woke up and when he wakes up, he, uh, starts to crawl and he's like, Hey. Where the hell am I? Well, I, I imagine a baby that looks like that immediately starts to tip. Yep. It's just a roll. <laughs> yeah, he didn't actually, like, get to the edge of the bed. It was the bed that was actually just tipping up, like, <laughs> like the Titanic, and then it's just about to tip over. He sits on the edge, and the bed rises up to him. Hey, bud. Hey, dude. Yeah? You want to say anything? No? All right, cool. Just chill here. This is going to be a very special episode. It's very, yeah, it's a very special. But yeah, we're, we're not super surprised that the Disney mouse no, is a piece uh, of shit. Why? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I, but that's my thing is like, I don't know that they're for this portion. I wouldn't call him a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know if she was like, I'm suing them because they're all Nazis or whatever. That would be sort of a different thing. Like, I hate them all. They're all terrible pe lizard people. Then you'd be like, hey, you obviously don't want to work for us. So you feel some obligation, but we're going to cancel this now because clearly there's some hostility here. But if she's just like, look, I tried to get in touch with them and I feel like that more money is owed to me and it isn't. They feel that it isn't. So I'm, I'm taking this to court because they haven't returned my calls. And it's like, OK, well, whatever. I don't think it's that big a deal.
Yeah, but like I said, I think that the fact that she's going to go on and do other projects sure. and be fine, and they're going to go on and do other projects. I'm like, eh, whatever. They, you know, fine. You're soon. But at least finish out your stuff. I don't know. That's yeah, what I but feel. But I think all of this is also, listen, if she was like, I shot a movie. I shot a man. I shot a man. I need more money. <laughs> I, shot, <laughs> I shot a guy and I buried him in the desert for Disney. That's what was part of my contract. And they didn't pay me for it. I shot him. I rolled him up in a carpet. I drove out to the middle of the Nevada desert. I dug for six straight hours to an eight foot ditch and then dumped this guy into the, I don't even know who he was. They didn't even tell me his name. I showed up at Motel 6. He answered the door. Bang, bang, two in the head. Rolled him up in a rug. That's all the information I got. And these guys canceled all of my projects. I had to drive so far away that I had to get dinner on the way there and they're not going to reimburse me. I have a receipt for the dinner. Hey, maybe she wants to continue to work for Disney because they're the only people who will hire her to play a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good i started was laughing good. halfway that was into really it. really good that was amazing thank you <laughs> I, was like, I had something else to say but it was so good it just went out of my head again <laughs> andrew yeah nick fury is coming back to the mcu uh, uh samuel L. jackson shared a photo on instagram my god this kid is very heavy. Um, Samuel L. Jackson shared a photo on Instagram of his entire getup. His uh... oh, I'm sorry. Is this boring you? <laughs> he tweeted out a photo of the beard and the mustache and all that stuff, and he's like, "Good to be." Oh, is that fun? Yeah, touch that pop filter. That, oh my that's God. fine. And then he also tweeted another another uh, photo out of him wearing a very Captain Marvel themed T-shirt. Mm. So. It's pretty much the unofficial official word that Nick Fury is officially going to be in the Marvels, oh. which already includes, you know, uh, I'm going to mess these names up. Uh, is it Iman or Iman? Uh, Iman? Iman. 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 The Yanias? Velanias? Velanias? Look, the, 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 the girl playing Ms. Marvel. Jesus. <laughs> and... Tayona Paris as Monica Rambo. So we've got Monica Rambo, we've got Ms. Marvel, we've got Captain yeah. Marvel, and I think it's Bry. Is it Bry Lason? Larson. Larson? Yeah. As Captain Marvel. There's also rumor that Jude Law is going to be back as well. That's not been oh. confirmed in any way, shape, huh. or form, but that's a rumor that's going around. But uh, Nick Fury is definitely coming back in the Marvels. Will he have found his shoes by now? Oh, right. Well, that wasn't at the end of Captain Marvel, right? That was at the end of... Oh, that was at the end of Spider-Man. But he was with Skrulls. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But that's the last we saw of him. He's in space. It was, yeah. So is he in space? Are they coming back to Earth? Listen, man, I'm just happy he got some good work. Because, like, I remember right before... I think right before Iron Man, right before he was cast in Iron Man, he was, like, putting up... Or maybe right after, but he was putting up, like... Uh, like auditions he was doing monologues on youtube right to try and get people to hire him and i was like this man needs work please somebody somebody give this man work and yeah. now he's got that disney money because he's a man so that's good yes yeah he was really <laughs> hard up for work samuel L. jackson he evidently was he's never hard up for work he's literally the guinness book of world records over holder for appearing in the most movies ever that I think can't he's, be true. I, he's the most profitable movie star in history. That cannot be true. I, I swear to God, that's true. That he, there's no way he made more money than Robert Downey Jr. No, no, no. He didn't make more money. His movies collectively have made more money. Well, that's because he he because he's in he had, everything. That's why that's he doesn't need he had to go one on YouTube. line in Reservoir Dogs. But he had one line in Goodfellas. Yes, and he did those jobs that he got. How paid much for, money do you think he got paid for them for Reservoir Dogs and Goodfellas? Yeah, probably not a lot. But that's what the I'm time you're say. talking about, if he's putting monologues up on YouTube, he was probably doing okay. What? What are you talking about? Wait, what did you just... You just said he was putting monologues to up on YouTube. To try and get people to hire him because he wasn't getting any work. Who are we talking about? Samuel, Samuel Jackson? Samuel Jackson? Yes. Putting monologues on YouTube, yes. on the internet. That's what I'm talking about. Because he wasn't getting work. Yes. He was always getting work during the time of YouTube. <laughs> no, there was like a, a, few, a like three or four year period where he just wasn't getting cast in things. And people were like, is this guy okay? Because he's just like, hey, please hire me. 
He's just like putting stuff out on YouTube to be like, someone please cast me. Hold on. I mean, this was like 10 years ago at this point, maybe more. Okay, hold on. I'm going to I'm going to IMDb him and I'm going to find if there is a gap in his career. If there is a year where Samuel L. Jackson didn't do anything. I mean, maybe not nothing. Hang on. We got to go back before. Okay, here's Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, he was doing stuff like Snakes on a Plane, Freedom Land, Farce of the Penguins. Yes, but those were those were movies. Those were Snakes on a Plane. He voluntarily did that. You know what he did? Snakes on a Plane because he read the title. And he was like, well, Snake's on a plane. I'm doing that movie. That's how hard up for work he was that he read the he just read the title of a movie and was just like, I'll do that. That that one. That one sounds fun. But that's what I'm saying. Listen, this man owes someone a lot of money. He was in the prequels just before Snake's on a plane. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I don't know how much money he made on Because that's the other thing is that like m- movie stars didn't make the same amount they make now. He made enough. Samuel L. Jackson made enough money on the prequels. I'm pro- he's that's at, that's post Pulp Fiction. That is post Academy Award nomination. I know. This I is, know it is. I'm just saying people didn't make that kind of money back then, man. Robert Downey Jr. got paid one hundred thousand dollars for the first Iron Man film. Yes, because Robert Downey Jr., the last project he was in was a, you know, eight to ten stretch in the slammer. Two time Oscar nominated. Yes. And then fell one off time? the wagon. No, nope, two time. No, for uh, sure. At that time. One just one. Time. All yeah. right. But regardless, like. A hundred thousand, like if, I don't know, Johnny Depp is probably still bringing in millions of dollars per movie and people were talking about how drunk and high he was. Before Snakes on a Plane, he also did Kill Bill. Uh, he did. Listen, kid, uh, can you tell see. this guy, can you please put some sense into your dad? All I'm saying is that, the, the, like, there were interviews with him and he was talking about, like. He was doing Shaft. He needs more work because he's not getting enough money. I don't know if he had a gambling problem or if he was putting all his money up his nose or what. I'm just telling you what had happened. I find this fascinating. This guy never stopped working. Ever. Ever. Wait, let me see if what I said was true about Samuel Jackson. About the whole... Oh, my God. I think it's About true. his penis? Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he knows where to find good eggs. That's what we've established on this show. Oh, my God. What yes. a reference. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. You can find wow. that. Still to this day, I think, where is it on our channel? Is it on YouTube? It comes it's up. On you, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. I think on our, I think it's pinned to the top on YouTube. Yeah. Anyway, the hell are we talking about anymore? Let's, I'm done talking about Samuel L. Jackson. Anyway, Nick Fury's <laughs> back. Great. That's, and that's great. And it's that because now he's able to buy a sandwich or something. And he has not once fully said the word fuck in a Marvel movie yet. Not yet, but it's, it's gotten close. Listen, I, okay, let me ask you this. It's going to happen eventually that someone's going to say one. Do you think they'll reserve it for Samuel L. Jackson? I think he's going to die and the news is going to reach whoever is left in the MCU that Nick Fury has been killed. And the response is just going to be fuck. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, most popular actresses of his generation, the films in which he has appeared have collectively grossed to over ready for this twenty seven billion dollars making him the highest grossing actor of all time. Yeah, but half of that is Marvel movies. When cameo appearances are excluded. $27 billion. When cameos are excluded. What does it mean by a cameo? Like, so like one line or like. But like, uh, is, Infin- is that the end of Infinity War where he just shows up at the end? I, uh, Iron Man. I don't know if they're counting Iron Man because Iron Man, he just does. Right, right, right. But like Infinity War is one of the highest grossing movie movies right, of all that's time. That's what I'm saying. It, it might be that. Does that one count? I'm not sure. Yeah. No. I don't know what they're constituting as a cameo. Chris, there are more important things than Hollywood's racism. Or Hollywood's sexism. Or the increasingly apparent inevitability that the fall of the Anthropocene won't be caused by territorialization or nuclear fallout, but rather our own ignorance of science will cause society to crumble from within. Oh God, he's going to go on another vaccine rant. Because Idris Elba is playing Knuckles in a Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> yes! movie. Yay, we got to the story. <laughs> Yay. You're going to love this part. The announcement comes from Elba himself, who posted a picture of Knuckles' fist with a caption that reads, quote, Knock, knock, quote. Knock, knock is, of course, a lyric from the song Unknown from M.E., which was famously Knuckles' theme song from the 1998 Dreamcast Fever Dream Sonic Adventure. <laughs> what? 
What is that? So he all he said in the Instagram post was knock knock. And I was like, what is that? What does that mean? Yes. And I Googled it. And it is taken from lyrics of the Knuckles theme song from the 1998 Dreamcast game, mm-hmm. Sonic Adventure. Sure. It could be that, or it could just be the fact that you knock on a door with your knuckles. I don't think so. You're right. That thing, <laughs> the more elaborate thing is definitely the Well, here's the, the thing. other thing. The singer of that song sounds like Idris Elba. He has oh, like, a, like a Cockney accent. Oh, please, God. I hope that turns out to be Idris Elba. <laughs> or oh, that man. they redo it, that they cover the song. And he's, he, it's, a, oh, here's the other thing. It's a rap. Oh, then it's definitely Idris Elba. It's definitely him. Um, Racist. I think this is great casting. I think this is amazing. So weird. I love it. Can you imagine Ben Schwartz and Idris, Idris Elba. Elba having a scene together? Oh man, <laughs> I, I, God, I cannot wait. I might actually see this movie now. Full disclosure: Melinda brought this up to me, and she said, "Oh, I've got news for you. Knuckles has been cast. They they announced the actor who's going to play him." And I was like. Okay, who cares? Who is it? And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, well, that's not news then. And then I looked it up and I was like, Idris Elba. She's like, who is that? Yeah. She doesn't know who Idris Elba is? That's correct. We had just watched The Suicide Squad this as well. A fascinating relationship with pop culture. Yeah. And I was like, Bloodsport. That's... And she was like, oh, okay. And she's like, who? And you're like, the black guy. And she's like, got it. Yeah, you know, Will Smith. <laughs> Did you see the first one? No, I didn't. You should watch it. It's good. It's This fun. is what I hear. I hear it's yeah. actually not bad. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. not terrible. Ben Sch- I mean, it's Ben Schwartz. I, ben Schwartz can do no wrong. Yeah, it's pretty ben good. Ben Schwartz can do no wrong. And really, Idris Elba, I haven't seen anything where he's done anything wrong either. So two rights make a right? Two, two do no wrongs. Make no wrong or make a wrong. Oh, oh, no, oh God. this movie's going to suck. This is shaping up actually really nicely. This movie. I know. I'm actually interested I'm in suspicious it. because the last movie was shaping up to be terrible and then was very good. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, it was fine. But, you know, well, who do you think Scarlett Johansson's going to play? I don't think there are any Asian characters in this. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. That's true. Do you have any more? Do you have any any more stuff? I brought a backup just in case, but it's just that Anthony Mackie has been officially signed to do a Captain America 4 film. Fantastic. That's yeah. actually awesome news. I'm really excited yeah. about that. I mean, it's not like it's a huge surprise. But. Right, exactly. They announced with the success of What If, Brad Winterbaum, which, by the way, Winterbaum is also a thing I rub on my nether regions during the cold seasons. <laughs> To keep from chafing. But Brad Winderbaum revealed that Marvel has multiple animated series in various phases of development because of the success of What If, which I think is great. We're going to talk about What If next week. Just to give you a preview, I think What If so far, really, really good. Really fantastic. I'm curious. So, so far we've gotten, you know, Loki and WandaVision and Hawkeye and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If... The live action shows are reserved for characters and we've an animated show for, even though it's canon, kind of hypothetical situations. What other animated shows do they do? Like, where does what would they use this platform for? What are the odds that when he said, oh, yeah, we've got a ton of animated shows, he meant like like Disney shows for children? No, I think he officially said, like, it's Marvel stuff that that are going to be animated. Right. No, I hear you. But I'm saying, like, what if it's like a. Baby Groot and Rocket Raccoon cartoon for five-year-olds. Or like the like, ah, here's a new Avengers cartoon for like 10 to 12-year-olds. Avenger babies? That's what I want. That's but you I, know what I mean? Like, or even like, like the old, like they do Spider-Man cartoons. They've done like yeah. 12 of them that are for kids. Okay. You know, it's not like a, like, whereas what if seems like it's more of a like MCU offshoot, which is aimed at both children and adults. Are we certain that they're talking about something like that? We're not. I'm curious. Do you think if they were going to do something like that, what would they do with it? Like, like I said, do they do you then take some of these characters that you could do a live action show, but just do it animated, but then still incorporate them into the larger MCU in live action later on? My only concern. The only thing that makes me hesitant is uh, it becomes a lot easier to replace actors, as we've seen with say, yes. Chris Evans in What If, among others. 
which the reason that makes me hesitant is not like, oh, no, Chris Evans, like, who gives a shit? But do we get a Black Panther animated series using his likeness voiced by an impersonator down the road? Which would leave me like a little, it, I wouldn't feel right, and it would kind of put a bad taste in my mouth for like the Black Panther films and stuff right. like that. So I'm a little hesitant. If Kevin Feige's still running it, I trust him. He tends to know what he's doing with that sort of thing and be pretty respectful. But I think you could do whatever you want. In fact, get James Gunn to do one. Right. Because be like, all the things that you want to do. But say you keep getting a no because of budget and CGI, right. it'll look too weird. We can just draw it now. Go. Actually, you let me let me ask you this: What's the difference between, honestly, what's the difference at this point between replacing Chris Evans with a voice actor for a show like What If, and Chadwick Boseman with a voice actor for What If? Or for something else. Certainly the respectfulness, right? right? Like, there is a legacy. There is. I, like, I feel like if I was really into the Fast and the Furious series, I'd feel a little weird about them bringing back Paul Walker. Aaron Carter or whatever his name is. There you go. Yeah, great. Yeah, that <laughs> you guy. You really make a good point there. Good. <laughs> but that's, you know, I'd feel super weird about it. I'd feel really weird seeing him and be like, well, that guy died every time. That's what I, if I saw Chadwick Boseman, I'd be like, He's dead. Right. But that's okay. What you're talking about with the Fast and the Furious is like a motion capture. Right. You know what I mean? You're yeah. talking about live action. Yeah. Whereas this, it would no, I be. I hear you, but that has nothing to do with the respect part. Yeah. But this is what I mean is that is there really something disrespectful about doing this through animation? Because they, I mean, they do this, like you said, they do this with. Chris Evans, they do it with a lot of other characters. They're going to do it with other characters in What If, but Benedict Cumberbatch and Doctor Strange coming up in What If. Is it really all that disrespectful to replace his voice with a voice actor? Because that's the character that they're animating. They're not, all right, you know all right. what I mean? Let me get to another point as well, Okay, which is that as long as they are also continuing to do live action films. Right. That makes doing a Black Panther movie very hard. Yes, it does. To be like, oh, no, no, he's still around. He's just, you know, out. He just stepped yes. out for some smokes. Yeah, yeah. He'll be back by the time after the movie ends. Right. If that, yeah, if the movie is within that continuity. Yeah, you're right. That's a fair point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not in the continuity of the MCU, go to town, do whatever you want. I mean, I'm sure there's already a million black panther voice actors anyway right because they've done kids cartoons and stuff right and that's what i mean I, you know there's the idea of like you know we have the success of black panther chadwick boseman was the face and the voice of that of that t'challa we want to market on that with an animated series so we're going to get a guy to impersonate t'challa you know Feels what I mean? bad man i don't like that but it's i find it interesting that you know, they did it with Chris Evans. Nobody bats an eye. If they were going to do it with Chadwick Boseman. You know, it's funny. I actually did because I didn't th think he sounded. I was like, that's not Chris Evans. And I was like, he's not it's not very good. But what I'm saying is they they attempted to. Yeah. But nobody bats an eye of like, well, that's disrespectful. It's Chris Evans. part. Well, but that's a different thing, too, is that Chris Evans stepped out. Fair. Chris Evans was chose to not do this. Fair. I bet they probably went to him first and they were like, hey, you're done with this. Right. And he was like, yeah, I'm out. Right. And that's fair, but I like at the end of the day, again, they're not they're not motion capturing a live action. They're not trying to make they're not trying to perpetuate the idea that Chadwick Boseman is on screen. I think that they're just trying to make the character. Nah, if they are replicating his face to a cartoon and finding an impersonator because they sound like him, that's a different thing, man. It's different for me. I if you, look, you. Wanna, I know what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just if they want to roadie roads it, that's uh, maybe maybe we could like totally go a different direction with a completely different actor, different voice, different face. Especially if you're switching to animation. Okay, all right, we can try that. We'll see what people think. But like to hire someone because they sound like a dead guy, and then draw the face of a dead guy who like it. It feels it feels real icky to me. And maybe you should be able to just detach emotion from all of this stuff. But it's also art. 
And I feel like as weird as it feels to call something Disney is making art, it is, right? And it there is an emotional tie to that that I don't know. I don't like it. I, like I said, I'm not one way or the other about this. Like, I, I think it would also come have to come to... In fact, I say kill them all and recast all of them. That's... Just invite them all into a room and go stabby. Yep. And then Scarlett Johansson, everybody. And then we'll bring in Daryl Hammond to play all of them. I don't know. I was trying to think of, a, of an impersonator. Yep. I, he, he was in the first What If... Why not yeah, just use him for well everything? Have him, why does he do it only playing one character? Right? He can play all of them. He can play all the Marvel characters. Bill Clinton, Ross Perot, Bob Dole. Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson. Did he play Jesse Jackson? Yes, he did. Oh, yes, God. Yes, he did. It was a Jesus. simpler time, Andrew. It was a different time. <laughs> that doesn't sound like it was simpler. Oh, well, it was real simple. They just didn't get a black guy to do it. So, oh, God. I'm not saying that was right. I'm just saying yeah, that's what happened. It was simple. Just FYI. <laughs> Just if anyone's like, well, they should have. I agree with you. <laughs> Just to be clear, if they were to recast T'Challa as a voice actor, at least make it a black guy. Let's <laughs> let's at least keep it there. Let's not do other. You don't want Daryl Hammond or Daryl Hammond. It's any black guy or Daryl Hammond, it, which is oh, usually so just any black guy. Yeah, which is usually my choice for many castings. Is, <laughs> <laughs> any black guy or Daryl Hammond? Well, yeah, but or Scarlett Johansson. Well, I mean, I counted her in any black guy. Right, right, right. Okay, got it. Good, good. All right. Well, now that we're really off to a great start with this, <laughs> this has been a this weird is such episode. A weird man. episode today. This is good. This is. I like it. I like to live in this weird, weird zone. I fucking hate it. It's so weird. I love it. Uh, should we put a disclaimer at the beginning of this? Shouldn't we? I don't know. That's the zone we're in right We've now. We've got a disclaimer. It's me going on a two-minute rant about vaccines. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. I'm so excited. I'm really excited about this. All right. All right. So uh, uh, I think that's about it. I think let's yeah. get out of here. What do you say? Yeah. All right. Time um, we be fucking off. Yep. Uh, oh, you really owned it that time. This is Thank really you. settling this is in. This is the first time I've said it without laughing through it. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, wait, can he, um, here, come here a second. Come here, Bubba. All right. So, hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, we're on iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break, separated by underscores. You can visit us on YouTube. Our URL there is YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We're also on TikTok at The Media Lunch Break. You can visit us on Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break to give us some monies in exchange for a video of us doing the show with like graphics and stuff. Like this. With this Yeah, thing. you can't see what that is if you're just listening, but mother of God. It's worth paying for, isn't it? Chris has this very girthy thing in his hand right now, and it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's looking me right in my eye, and it's wigging me out. You can also send us an email <laughs> at themedialunchrake at gmail.com to tell us about how much you hate our dick jokes. We better finish this up. It's going to spit up really soon. Oh, God. <laughs> you can also visit our website, uh. www.themedialunchbreak.com. We have an Amazon affiliate link in the description. Please check that out. Buy some stuff, if you're, especially if you're already going to buy something. Use our affiliate link. There's no extra cost to you, but a piece of what you buy goes instead of into Jeff Bezos's pocket. It goes through, speaking of showing something in your hand, it goes to us instead. A little piece. It goes into our pockets. Yes, it goes into our pockets. Our pockets are just as deep as Jeff Bezos, but much more empty. That's true. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Our pockets drag on the ground behind us as we walk. Yeah. Like hobo cartooned characters with our That's little right. bindle. That's right, yes. With a, we got a little bindle, yeah. so put some nickels in there. You can also give us a rating, a reviewing, and a uh, uh, resmewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. I said and, and I didn't have anything else written down when I looked, so I just made something up. Thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. She's the coolest. Yeah. And that's it. All right. That's everything. So we did it. next week, we did it. We did a thing. Yes, there wasn't we did a thing. A thing. Here. We did a Tuesday Newsday. Tuesday. A Newsday. Tuesday Newsday. A Newsday. It's the Newsday. A Tuesday. A Newsday. Tuesday, Newsday. Next week, when we talk about what if. Yeah, that's right. Go through and the Suicide first, Squad comic. The first three episodes, I think, of what if. The first three episodes of, of what if, which I think is halfway through. Is it six episodes? We never know. Why do I ask? We don't know. 
but the first three episodes of What If, and yeah, and uh, Suicide Squad Trial by Fire. Which I still have not started reading. <laughs> excellent. I gotta do that. Uh, uh, also, you knew, normally do a thing, so I'm just going to lead into you to do it about if you have something that you would like us to review. Yes, if there's tell something us you want us to is. review, tell us what it is. We, you know, we always pick stuff out for each other, and that's all fun and games and all, but... If you're listening out, out there and they're like, why the hell haven't they read this? I can't believe they're not talking about this. Send it over. You got news for us that you want to get our take on? Send it over. Tweet us out. Email us. Instagram, Facebook, anything. Just send it on over. We'll talk about it. Yeah, if you've We're got something, do what Wilford Brimley does and die a tweet us. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> die a tweet us. Oh, man. That's his... What? Yeah. Do you not get it? I get it. Okay. It's not that I don't get it. What's the problem then? All right, you're right. That's if that's all the standard we're at. That's where our where our bar is. It's just getting it. Thank you. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Send anything you got over. You you're a creator. You're a content creator. You're trying to do your own comic, your own thing. We've done this a couple of times. Send it over. We'll talk about it. We'll give it some constructive criticism. We'll we'll give it a shout out at the same time. Happy to do. Love doing that stuff. That is my favorite stuff to do. It's just knowing that we're talking about stuff that you guys want to talk about. So, uh, that being said, like I said, next week, what if first three episodes in Trial by Fire, Suicide Squad. We did it. That's it. That's all I got. We did a thing. The fuck was that? He, that was a sneeze. Did that just come out of that thing you were holding in your hand? Yes. Yes, it did. Wow. Yeah, it got stuff all over the floor. <laughs>